you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky. We're live. We're in New York City, which is a beautiful place to play football. It's Monday, September 19th. I'm Jamie Erdahl alongside Kyle Brandt, Peter Strager, and a Super Bowl champion, Jason McCourty. And come from behind wins were a plenty on a Sunday. Oh, man. Three teams down 13 Mm. in the fourth quarter, all to come back and win. Should we talk about it? Let's do it. Let's go to Lambeau Field on Sunday night football. And Aaron Rodgers has never been 0-2. Never. Never. Will he be tonight? After really, he owns the Bears. We get it. How fresh and original. 27-10. The Packers win. Going away. Even though they were down early. Went by 17 points. Rodgers, afterwards, in his Tommy Shelby haircut, is already looking forward to a huge road trip they have against the GOAT. You know, the second half was frustrating. But it's tough to win this league, so I'm very happy. Just like them, we expected to win this game. So, you know, I'm not up here surprised about what happened. I felt like we moved the ball really well. I'm just trying to, again, temper expectations, and, and obviously I'm going to enjoy the heck out of this one tonight. But uh, we got a big one next week, a tough road trip. And it's got to be better. You know, this was better than week one, but we got to be better than this if we want to compete with Tampa. Yeah, he nailed it. Temper expectations. Week one was not pretty. He was able to right the ship against the Bears on a Sunday night. That was a much-needed win for the Green Bay Packers, for Aaron Rodgers, and everything that was being talked about him and how he could improve this offense and lead this team. But what stood out, most importantly, from that Packers victory over the Bears last night? I think that's what the offense was to look like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like When Devontae left, they said, well, which wide receiver is going to mm-hmm. step up? A lot of our answers were similar in that it might not just be wide receivers. You might see a lot more Aaron Jones, a lot more A.J. Dillon. Aaron Jones 
only had eight touches against the Vikings in week one. Eight touches. That's a guy you gave a huge contract to in this offseason. Hmm. Last night he was electric. 18 touches, 170 yards, hmm. two touchdowns. And then this big boy, Dylan, 18 carries, 61 yards. It's okay to win games that way. They've got a really good defense, a really competent quarterback. And on paper, especially when Jenkins is back on that offensive line, their offense is going to be able to compete with any defense in the league. They put up 27 points. They didn't put up 54 points. They did stumble a little bit in the second half. But once Jones got going, got in his flow, like it, there wasn't going to be a stopping of this, this Packers running back room. Like I said, 18 touches for one of them, 18 runs for the other. That's how they're going to win games this year, and that's how they're going to keep up with teams. You know, Tampa didn't light it up yesterday on offense mm -hmm. either. Mm -hmm. Everyone's expecting Brady and Rodgers fireworks, and we'll preview it all week long. Let's Trust go. me, we will. Let's go. This might be those low-scoring games that the Packers have to come out on top, and mm -hmm. they proved yesterday they can do it. This was the offense we expected because you mixed this offense in with a good defense, and they showed up last night. Yes, Chicago gets the ball, open and drive. They go down, they score a touchdown, but the Packers' defense was unbelievable after that. Yeah, Montgomery picked up some yards on the ground. When you're up 24-7 to and Chicago's still running the ball, they're going to pick up some yards. Like, Take your time. The game is eventually going to run out. But this Packers defense, open and drive, they drive down there. For the rest of the half, they let up 13 total yards to the Bears' offense. 13 wow. yards. They got after Justin Fields. They were, the Chicago Packers was one of seven on third down. Fields had 70 yards passing for the entire mm. game. So, yeah, they were able to run, but they couldn't do anything in the air. The fourth down stop was huge. This defense got rolling, and they allowed this Packers' offense to do what they do. Run the ball, and, hey, let's just trust it. Hand Aaron Jones the ball, A.J. Dillon. We don't have to try too hard to do too much because we can trust our defense. Mm -hmm. to get stops and make plays mm -hmm. when they need it. You guys are all over it. You're, you're very good at what you do. I, I have to, like, I, <laughs> I have almost nothing to say about this game. No. I just don't. No more Bears-Packers in primetime. <laughs> and more appropriately, no Moss. Uh, I understand they have to play twice a year. This is mm -hmm. what they have to do. We don't need to see that. Let's put them at 1 p.m. window and just let it roll. How many times do we have to see a nationally televised ass-whooping of the Packers <laughs> over the Bears? If it's not Aaron Jones, it's Jordy Nelson, it's Antonio Freem, it's just, it's the same game every time. You put it there and you think, great, Bears-Packers, it's Nitschke and Butkus, and it's a rivalry. <laughs> no, it's not. It hasn't been for a long time. Curly Lambo. No, no, I don't hear about Curly Lambo. You think it's this Yankees-Red Sox thing? The Yankees don't beat the Red Sox by 12 runs every yeah. single time they play. It's a lot of great history between the Bears and the Packers. None of it is recent. Rodgers' margin of victory over the Bears in prime time is over 15 points a game. <laughs> Favre's margin of victory was over 16 points a game. Look at the scoreboard, guys. It says 17 points. I love the Bears organization. They're working on some stuff. They're doing some stuff. In the meantime... No mas, no mas. And it would be one thing if the Packers just won all the time. It is a, a mercy rule boat race every time we watch the game. Rodgers just passed Drew Brees for the top five in passing touchdowns versus one opponent. Just some stat that nobody cares about. It seems great on paper. I'm asking. Who's our guy? Mike North, our guy? Yeah. I'm asking you, Mike, please, as a Chicagoan, but also as an American, <laughs> we don't need to see that anymore. I would rather have Jaguars, Jets. We've done the Packers, Bears thing. If Rodgers leaves, let's talk. But Mike until North. then, no mas. Schedule, it's over. Schedule maker. You're asking Park Avenue. <laughs> yes, I am. How yes. cats? I'm not asking them. I'm telling them. No more. Demanding. Especially no one needs to see how all that. the other games went yesterday. You could have blindfolded yourself and picked one of those games. Yeah. And it would have been better to see on a Sunday night. Okay, but but it's a great it. rivalry. Oh, it's historical. It's fantastic. It was 
offense early. It was defense late. It was a well-rounded Packers win that they absolutely needed. Does no one get just get under center, do a QB sneak? Yeah, like, right. Why it's do just we have to talk about it. Tariko yeah. was saying that, and then Collinsworth was saying that. Like you're starting in five yards back oh, for no reason. He's 220 pounds and he's six foot three. My goodness, uh-huh. Brady's uh-huh. been one of the most unathletic quarterbacks <laughs> since he's been in the league. He is undefeated on QB sneaks, one yard. Like, it's not that hard. Get under center. The Bears need to play the, the Broncos and, and just have it be a goal line fall off. <laughs> so, Mike North, I'm going to address you one more time. Can you flex Bears Broncos next week and we'll just do all the goal line plays in the one yard line? That'll be something. I love oh, you, Mike. Man. Oh. oh, man. All right. NFL Network Insight here in Rappaport has been waiting to update us on some really terrible news that we hated to see out of the Bay Area yesterday. The latest this morning with Trey Lance and just a heartbreaking way for his story to go this season. Yeah, difficult situation for the San Francisco 49ers. Just five quarters into the season for Trey Lance, which is really supposed to be his coming out party, the time when the 49ers finally get to see their franchise quarterback play and play well and show everyone that he was worth all those draft picks they traded him for. Obviously not to be his season over. Yesterday, gets his ankle, kind of rolled up on, steps on it funny, ends up fracturing his ankle. A significant, significant season-ending injury for Trey Lance, and Lance knew it immediately. Anytime a guy gets carted off with an air cast, Kyle Shanahan confirming in the press conference that his season season is over, which means it is now Jimmy Garoppolo's time once again with the San Francisco 49ers. You know, they have talked about internally that it's the best insurance policy money can buy. Uh, Certainly that is paying off right now. Jimmy G, who they did not trade, very famously, kept on a pay cut. He is the backup. He actually has a chance to earn a lot of those incentives now on his new contract could be very lucrative. He is going to get, let's see, $250,000 plus 100K cashed in all of that yesterday, so Jimmy G now going forward for the 49ers. Meanwhile, something that just came across my desk, I would say a couple minutes ago, Mike Evans, uh, who of course was ejected along with Marshawn Lattimore, yesterday during a fracas during the Buck Saints game, his actions are being reviewed for a possible suspension, so generally we don't see players suspended after they're ejected, but that could actually be the case here. Evans a repeat offender after he was ejected and suspended in 2017. Ian, as you mentioned, uh, history matters with that suspension of Mike Evans and that uh, what we all saw yesterday go down between the Bucks and the Saints. Ian Rappaport, hang around. We're going to talk to you a lot more today. Thank you very much. Hey, Falcons, Rams, guys, this is why you tune in. Let's go. The world champs, are they going to start 0-2? Have you heard of this guy, Cooper Cup? What? God, I love watching Cooper Cup play. All he did was have 11 catches and two touchdowns. Eighth straight game with a receiving touchdown. Longest streak in the league. But then Jalen Ramsey, is, what do the kids say? Called game. Is that he mossed him. He mossed, he mossed the, the receiver. And you won't believe this. Jalen has some things to say afterwards. He did not have the best week one at either. And he came back and does that. Jalen, see you, love you, respect you. He said, don't count me out. Don't count out Cooper Rush making his second career start. Cowboys win. 20 to 17. Cooper Rush, celebrate. You deserve it. Jerry Jones likes what he sees. Absolutely. Why wouldn't you? Brian Dable, what's in the water in New York with those Giants? Daniel Jones is thrilled. He would finish 22 for 34, just enough to get the job done, 176. But again, Graham Gano, four for four in the uprights. Giants win this one, 19-16. And Saquon Barkley, that runner we loved to see last week, he caught up with our own Stacey Dales after the game. 
you got to give defense respect. Carolina did a really good job. You can see, you know, the focus was to come in here and stop the run. But at the end of the day, it's team football. Guys stepped up. Daniel made some big plays. O-line made big plays. Skill guys made big plays. And, you know, at the end of the day, defense made big plays. Special team made big plays. And at the end of the day, we got the win. Everybody keeps saying you're back to your rookie year form physically. You look better than that to me. Where do you feel physically, Saquon? I feel pretty good when it's 2-0. Body definitely feel a little bit better. But I got to keep working on my body, keep rehabbing, keep doing the little things, and get in the locker room and enjoy this win. Giants new head coach Brian Dable sitting pretty at the helm for the undefeated G-Men. How impressive is it? It's this 2-0 start for this squad. Yeah, they didn't win pretty again. Like, they came back from 13 points last week. And they, and if you're a Giants fan or you know the history of the Giants, like, that's kind of been the Giants' mantra forever where, yes, Phil Sims and Joe Morris are in that, but Let's go. it was LT and it was Carl Banks and go. it was you know, Harry Carson. And even this most recent era, you know, yes, it was Eli and Manningham and Toomer, but it was O.C. and Tuck and Strahan. Mm -hmm. They won, and Daniel Jones just had to make the play, and he did. The Giants were not converting these plays the last Last two years. The Giants were not finding ways to win. They were right. finding ways to lose. Fumble. The yeah, yeah, they'd fumble they'd or they'd come up one yard short on this or Daniel Jones would throw it out of bounds, they'd punt it, and the Panthers would come back and have a game-tying field goal. Brian Dable knows how to win. This is two weeks in a row now where Brian Dable has found a way to win and Daniel Jones is not What's the word here? Screwed the, the screwed the pooch? What's I think it called? that's what it is. Like, like, yeah. he, he hasn't, he hasn't, what, what was the Wet the bed? He hasn't wet the bed. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's fine. Like, they're not blowing teams out, and they've got the Cowboys next Monday night, which will be fascinating to watch. But they're 2-0, and and Giants fans are feeling pretty good because their team is finding ways to win in not exactly aesthetically pleasing fashion, which is Giants football. Hmm. Yeah, I, I came in the studio today, and I felt like I talked to about five different people about the Big Blue, the G-Men. We're 2-0. Everybody's fired up in this area, as you guys know. We're in New York City. But the Giants look like they're having fun out yeah, there. They they're about causing it. fumbles on kickoffs. Yeah, yeah. They're out there stripping the ball away from guys. So for me, as you watch this team, it looks like a change in culture and guys have fully bought in. This defense and this team is out there and they're playing and they're laying it all on the line. Like Jamie said, Graham Gano, MVP of the game. Julian Love gets this sack. This is as the Panthers are trying to come back. They decide to punt the ball here because of this sack. This Giants team has just been a thrill to watch. Nobody expected anything from them. Dable gets there. Hey, it'll take time. It'll take time. They're 2-0, and they're saying, hey, look at me now. Someone was getting on us in the makeup room about not giving Graham Gano the game ball. And yeah. I was like, did you? I get it, but did you see the other games that went on yesterday? We're going to give our game balls out later. Like, <laughs> Graham Gano may have the honorary honorable mention. I'm not going to make any innuendo about what Brian Dable does or does not. He's got guts. I'll just say that. He's got guts. And I'm going to take one out of Dan Campbell's playbook and say he's got grit, too. Let's just put all the words and apply it to Brian Dable because, my goodness, to go from week one, go for two on the road and say, listen, we're not playing pretty but we're going to win this game and we're just going to take this win and get home because it wasn't going to go their way if they were going to go into overtime against the Titans. Then you fast forward to week two and Brian Dable's like, I'm still the same guy. It's still not pretty. These two games, week one and week two, were decided by four points. Mm -hmm. Hello, that is guts. That is grit. That is all the things, other things that I'm not going to say about Brian Dable, but my goodness, you know who I think the difference here is? Credit to Brian Dable for hiring Wink Martin. Dable. Yeah, Wink! Because my goodness, five for 23 over the last two weeks on third down wow. stops. Five.
five times. Yeah. You're not allowed to go past us over mm. 23. I think the Giants have us all talking in innuendos. That's the way we're at right now. <laughs> have you seen this? All right, so this is welcome to New York City. Oh. The Yankees, the Giants, who put a picture of Graham Gano on the back of the post, Great. the Mets and the Jets all won yesterday, and they're all like approaching history. And we have had so much misery in this town, especially with the NFL and the ways it's concerned. And I, here's the best part. So they're 2-0. and They scored 21 points, 19 points. It's very exciting. It's ugly, and yet it's fun. You don't see a lot of ugly and fun together. And I have to say, when I was walking on the set from the makeup room, Peter a lot of times will coach me up before the show and thinks oh. he thinks I should say. <laughs> all the time. All the time. And I never listen. And yet Peter said, you know what you got to do? Bring up the Giants' schedule. Bring oh, up the no, New York no, no, Giants. No, no, no. He did. I, mean, I didn't want to, but Peter said, you have to do it. And that's what people are talking about. So for the love of God, bring up the New York Giants' schedule. Let's just go right now. Peter runs the show. He's our editorial voice. There's 27,000 teams to look at. Guys, the next Cowboys. game they're playing is the Cowboys on Monday Night Football. Daniel Jones versus Cooper Rush. You can have your Elway versus Marino. This is the game. They got to beat the Coop, man. And at then home. it's going to be at home on Monday Night Football. This is the biggest game of Daniel Jones' career by far. We got something here, guys. If they go to 3 0, I don't care if they score two points or 200, we got something in New York. That's all I got to say. We had the schedule. We got the vibe. We got the innuendo. Peter's talking about pooches. And I'm not sure what he's doing with them, but I like the Giants. Let's go. Love it, guys. Saints Bucks. Hey, Let's go. There we go. Saints Bucks highlights here. There's a lot of fisticuffs in this. There are some Bruce Arians in this, and there's a lot of Todd Bowles and Tom. Yeah, Bowles. Todd. Buccaneers win 20 to 10. Excellent job, Peter. Coming up, two in the Dolphins look like the real deal. I said it again. Two in the Dolphins look like the real deal. It's almost like Jason McCourty's been telling us when we all have been like, come on, really? And he's like, no, really. Have they quieted all the critics? Hell no. We'll give you our thoughts next. <laughs> You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com or download the app today. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? 
I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that saying? with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but. All right, so what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. For today's wake-up call presented by Verizon, Tyreek said his head coach is playing Madden. <laughs> These were the actual Madden ratings for this team coming into this season. Tyreek Hill, yeah, that looked like a 99 day for him. Jalen Waddle not far behind, and Raheem Mostert, not 95. Ooh, he is the fastest guy in Madden 23, and rightfully so because he just sat behind everyone's defense in the first couple weeks. It's fantastic. <laughs> there was a lot of criticism though, and it wasn't about Tua after the game yesterday. It was Tua a couple years ago, this off season, early in the game yesterday, even. But then he mounted a 21-point comeback win. Did we see enough from Tua yesterday to fully buy into the hype, the Tua hype, if you will? I'm fired up. Yeah, to that. I, have a, I have a group chat, and I'm the guy supporting Tua in the group chat. My guys are like, "Oh, he's not this. He's not that." So the beginning of that game, I'm getting killed. I told you last week was a fluke. This is the real Tua. Tua in the fourth quarter is what I want to focus on. Tua, they're down 21 points at the beginning of the fourth quarter. And Tua just decides, you know what? It's time to start coming back. Tua, a guy that the moment is never too big. Played at Alabama, won national championships. He's always poised, never out of character. And those are the traits that you need to be a quarterback. Ryan Fitzpatrick said this week, for Tua to be a top 10 guy, you have to be the best at something. It's not going to be his arm talent. Can't throw the ball 80 yards. He talked about accuracy and anticipation. We saw that from Tua. It didn't start pretty, Mm -hmm. but he found a way Mm -hmm. to come back and get that victory. I was fired up at home. You should be. Former teammate. Loved it. I yeah. loved it. That loved group it. text you're talking about, that's us. We're on that yeah, with yeah, you. Yeah. You're, you're talking to us. I, I can just grab different group texts and they all, they all sound same the same. Thing. Same, same thing. thing. So, yeah. I love you it. Know, I've been right there with you on that, Tua. But it, was, it wasn't pretty how it started and he found a way to win. Kind of like in January in 2018 when he had to come in in the second half of the national championship after having not played mm-hmm. a single start in his time at Alabama up until this point. Alabama's down at the half against Georgia. Jalen Hurts is starting. It is not pretty. It is not going well for Alabama. Tua comes in. He starts to bring them back. It's first and 10 in overtime. He takes a 16-yard snap. And Mike McDaniel is no Nick Saban. Nick Saban is throwing his headset. He is looking at What are you really doing? Is. Take care of the ball. How could you have done this? 16 <laughs> yards? All we needed is a field goal. Tua's like, let's go. Let's go back. Two and 26. Second and 26. The play that changed Tua's trajectory in college football. He finds Devontae Smith on the corner for a touchdown win. Ice in his veins. He has always been this guy. It's funny because in the NFL, we don't necessarily see that. But you no, saw it in college. It, he was always this way. When he was backing up Jay Hurts at practice at Alabama. You could see it in the receivers. They're like, this guy, he was carving through the, the ones on defense at Alabama's practice.
practice. I haven't really watched Tua in the last couple of years. This is Tua. I don't know what everyone was freaking out about over the last three years. I was busy dealing with everybody else in the SEC. For me to come back to the NFL, I'm like, what is the problem here? This is Tua. He's mean? always been this guy. My goodness, the fifth time he's led a career game-winning drive. Maybe uh, he's needed someone like a Nick Saban who embodied him to be that guy mm -hmm. or yeah. gave him the confidence to be that guy. Did you see how Mike McDaniel walked into M&T Bank sure. Stadium yesterday? That is a pink button down. Those are sunglasses. Thumbs up. Now he's going to play a little, haha, I'm going to avoid you. He's got the Gucci belt on. There's a Louis Vuitton bag. There's all the sorts of like swagger and, and all of it. This is the coach of the Miami Dolphins right now, okay? And you know what? He's the guy who's giving confidence to Tua. And his whole thing this offseason was, I'm going to get the best out of Tua. It's what Mike McDaniel's done. He's gotten the best out of Matt Schaub. He's gotten the best out of Matt Ryan. He's gotten mm. the best out of Kirk Cousins, Robert Griffin. Anytime he's with those quarterbacks, he brings out their best abilities. They were down 21 points in the fourth quarter in Baltimore, which is not like a timid place to play. And they found a way, and Tua is the reason why. But it's nice to have someone in your corner. Remember, Tua's oh. been benched, Tua's been booed, Tua's yeah. been doubted. Mike McDaniel's his biggest fan. And maybe Tua feels confident enough that he can get it done because his coach believes in him. Mm -hmm. There's a juice there, isn't there? There's there a, is. There's 100%. a juice at this table today. We're all talking in crazy ways. Um, <laughs> you know who is the big winner in the Dolphins game yesterday? It's not even Tua. It is our good friend, Fred Siegel from Freezing Cold Takes. <laughs> the tweets, don't even bring them up, in the first half, from reputable NFL people. Miami should start Teddy Bridgewater in the second half. A real tweet. The McDaniel honeymoon is officially over in Miami. <laughs> Too bad Brian Flores isn't there to bring in Ryan Fitzpatrick anymore. People with Tua are waiting to carve him. He's just one of those people who are like, I'm sick of hearing about Tua. To your boy, Jamie... It's been two years, and they were sitting around watching. I'm like, is this guy good or not? And Lamar's putting it on the show. And then the second half, he threw six touchdowns. There is an electricity with the coach, with the market, with the Tua, with the player, all across the board. I'm not going to bring up the Dolphins schedule. I'm not going to do it. Uh -oh. But they look really, really good. And all Mike McDaniel's done to start his career is beat the doors off Bill Belichick and then beat John Harbaugh and throw six touchdowns in his house. Those are two made guys. Mm. It's really impressive. Jets pull off a big one against the Browns on the road. Rightfully so. That game was almost dead and gone. And here they are in Cleveland jumping around. Hey, Joe Flacco, hey, hey. <laughs> but what do we think about silencing the critics if you are in that Jets locker room? Did they do it? I'm going to go down the, the wormhole of the breakdown of the Browns later okay. in the show. So Browns fans, stay tuned because um, it was an inexplicable loss. Up 13 with 90 seconds and the other team has no timeouts at home and you miss an extra point and then you, and it, it was crazy. I will say this though about the Jets. For the first time in maybe five years, I feel like they've got some playmakers. Like, I'm watching that game. Mm. Brees Hall is a playmaker. You're looking at Garrett Wilson. He is a playmaker. Both of these rookies really shined yesterday. And if you're a Jets fan, it's been ages since you had players at the skill positions doing anything. Brees was a revelation. Like, this guy was breaking tackles. We said he looks like, you know, the, the comparison was he could do it all. Matt Forte is what I say. It yeah, looks yeah. like Matt Forte. Garrett Wilson was all over the field after one week of not being used basically in the first quarter. I am so excited for Jets fans because they have playmakers for the first time, and that's even before Zach Wilson steps on the field. Yeah, without a doubt. When you say a comment like, hey, I'm taking receipts, guys have to buy in. And if you got a chance to see after the game, Robert Sala is in the locker room, I want you guys to listen to the quick speech that he gives the guys. Never over till it's over. I'm so freaking proud of the way you guys absolutely fought. Second thing, I have never been so happy to give up my seat in first class. Yeah. <laughs> Last one, Victory Monday!
There's no better feeling when you're in that locker room and the coach says, Victory Monday. Mm. I don't have to come in the building on Monday. I'm off Sunday. Tuesday's already on all day. See you on Wednesday. So guys are buying in. They've got to win, but I think more importantly, the guys are believing what Robert Sala's talking about. Sala's very cool. He's, he has a signature media moment. He now, this is a signature win. I, I, it's against the Browns, and it's by one point. Who cares? They got it, and I don't know what else they're going to do, but they have a cool thing going. The receipt thing is going to follow them all season. He has made receipts cool. Receipts are annoying, stupid little pieces of paper that get in the way. We all say no receipt when you have to touch it. We don't want them. We do. And there's a cool thing going here. How receipted is, they say here. They even have this dad quarterback. Listen to this Joe Flacco quote. Winning in the NFL is like a drug. Not that I've experienced with drugs, but it's addicting. It's powerful. Joe, never change. Never, ever change. Just keep doing it and just throw that big right arm and hope you win some more games. Fantastic. At least he's got a couple more highlights he can show us. Yeah. Yes. Google my highlights. Did you see him jumping in the locker room? The height he was getting? Oh, my goodness. So Flacco, have yourself I didn't do drugs or anything. I'm just, you know, just. No, no, no. But, like, it would be. Like that. Coming up, what's more shocking? The Cowboys winning with Cooper Rush or the Bengals going 0-2? I don't want to answer this question. <laughs>37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Cowboys able to come up with the win, and now our very own Jane Sl Slater caught up with the winning quarterback, Cooper Rush. Let's see what he had to say about the big victory. 
All right, what a game, Cooper. 19 of 31, 235 yards and a touchdown. How did it feel to have the confidence of this locker room going into this game? Yeah, it's huge. That's all you want as a quarterback. Uh, you want the respect to your teammates. You know, and we were able to just go out and play today and truly a team win. Our defense, special teams, I mean, we made enough plays on offense. It's really a team win. Did it help having Dak Prescott on the sidelines? Always, yeah. He's always our leader. He's always there helping everyone out. Cooper Rush said, you going to go get somebody else? No, I'm the guy. I can take care of business without Dak Prescott. Things are sounding rosy with Rush under center filling in for that quarterback. But seriously, that was interesting to watch unfold. Which is more shocking, though, the Cowboys getting a win with Rush under center or the defending AFC champions, the Cincinnati Bengals, sitting at 0-2. Mm -hmm. and two. No yeah. wins. I gotta say the Cowboys winning that game because going in I think everyone kind of considered the Cowboys season dead and done and I think it's fair to say that based on their week one effort because even with Dak in the lineup the offense couldn't get anything going the offensive line was atrocious there were penalties every single play and then of course the Buccaneers when they needed to scored yesterday the Cowboys came out and Tony Romo had like such a confidence to Cooper Rush and I'm like what does he know that we don't know <laughs> I know he played in a Sunday night game last year but like Romo's like you got to go for it on fourth and two Cooper Rush is that guy I'm like Cooper Rush like what are you seeing <laughs> Cooper Rush was not on the active roster a couple weeks ago so like even within that building I don't know and then game winning drive like give the ball to Cooper Rush as calm as could be has to get the team into field goal range tie game and he just methodically moves the team downfield it gets him into the rain zone for the field goal for Mar, and they take care of business and they win this game. I, there was like a calming presence in a weird way of Cooper Rush that weird. sometimes backup quarterbacks just have like nothing to lose and there's no pressure and we're just gonna go win a home game in week two because that's what we do with the Dallas Cowboys. Is there a take brewing here, Peter? About I'm the not oh, come saying on. there's come a on. Ewing theory thing <laughs> happening here when Mac is out. Do you know they actually might? I'm not saying they're better, but there's something different. <laughs> that calmness did not exist in week one and the way they move the ball right downfield and gosh is Micah Parsons good I like know. this team can win they can win with Cooper Rush in a weird NFC NFC is wide open they just got a big victory against a team that went to Super Bowl last year and Cooper Rush played really well credit to their defense they had six sacks but it was fun to watch I mean Cooper Rush and to me he came to the Cowboys in 2017 Noah Brown got to the Cowboys in 2017 as well both of them backup players. And when you get that role sometimes, those are the guys competing against the first-team defense in practice a year ago. Those are the guys talking about, hey, on this yep. play, run the route like this. I know it says this on the card, but we're going to kind of finagle it and so you can get open and beat Trevon Diggs in practice, whatever the case may be. And you saw that connection yesterday. That was his main target. That's who he was throwing the ball to. Noah Brown, a touchdown and over 90 yards receiving. Cooper Rush found a way to get it done. And there's something about being a quarterback, you come in, you're the backup. We watched the Cowboys in week one. Everybody say, hey, stick a fork in them, they're done. Yeah. For Cooper Rush, you're out there and you're just like, hey, I'm supposed to stink. We're not supposed, supposed to win to any games with Dak Prescott hurt. So let's just go out here, let's have fun and go ball. And that's exactly what he did. 2-0 as a starter. Cooper Rush, give him his credit, man. Right. He's finding a way to get it done. He is 2-0 as a starter, and this year Joe Burrow's 0-2 as a starter. Oof. I am not shocked that the Bengals are struggling, but I will talk about the Bengals. Did you guys see the video? Burrow is walking out, and he's getting onto the team bus, and Micah Parsons tackles him from behind. Like, oh, just wow. unencumbered. <laughs> nobody blocked. He just blasts. I thought it was gratuitous, but that's what's going on here. Uh, Joe Burrow last year was sacked 51 times. At the rate he's going now, it's going to be over 100 times, and I'm not exaggerating. This was supposed to be a storyline of the past. Protect Joe Burrow. Protect Joe Burrow. It ain't happening. I get it. You played T.J. Watt and Micah Parsons. It's a tough way to start the season. Wah! You're AFC champs. This is the pros. There's going to be a lot of good pass rushers. The scoring drive that they had, which was a great drive to tie the game late, was a 19-play drive. Yeah. It took nine minutes. That's not the Bengals that, that won the AFC. 
Jamar Chase had five catches for 54 yards. Jamar Chase hits jacks. That is not going to work for them. The dink, 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 dink. They got lightning. They got a chucker. They got wide receivers. It's a great drive. You cannot win with 19 play drives. And the reason they're 19 play drives is because they're throwing it really quick. Because if he gets to a five-step instead of a three-step, he gets hit in the face. It is a real problem. It is not going away. Lyle Collins comes over from Dallas and shows up and says, I'm Joe Burrow's new bodyguard. No one touches you. Lyle, everybody was touching him. And the other guy in the the other tackle is a first-round pick. I don't know what you do. You don't just add a new tackle. You don't just get a bunch of guards. It's a real problem. And if they have to be the dink-dunk team, it's not going to change. It's, it's bad. I hate when teams lean into the low-hanging fruit storyline. Like, it's too easy for us to say. Like, Bengals, don't be the Super Bowl slump team. <laughs> you are. You're leaning into it. It's it Just don't do it. It's too easy. Kyle gets killed earlier this offseason because he said the Vikings trio and Kirk Cousins, yep. Dalvin Cook and Justin Jefferson were the trio, the best in the NFL. Well, these three, these three are 0-2 to start the season, and it's not their faults. It, it's it's in the trenches. And Kyle just hit the nail on the head. We have a major offensive line issue here in Cincinnati. An issue in which they directly addressed. They were quite proud in how the Bengals addressed it in the offseason. What is going on? Is it miscommunication? Is it lack of leadership? Is it preparation? We're just, there are so many question marks. It, it's we have a head-scratching segment later, and frankly, that should be on the list because the play and the preparation is really astounding. You know, it's it, you're right. It does not play into the strength of a Joe Burrow and the strength that you have on offense, and their defense isn't picking up the balance either, you know, like to offset it. It's just it's fascinating mm -hmm. and frustrating. He looks pretty sure. cool in those black shoes, though. <laughs> <laughs> 29 to 23, one of the all-time collapses from the Raiders, one of the all-time craziest wins for the Cardinals, Kyler Murray. Never gave up in a game that started out very rough. We always like hearing from Kyler. What do you have to say, number one? I mean, we know what type of team we are. It's disappointing when we come out and play like that, but we, we know what type of team we are. When we finish, we fight, we fight, we fight, and uh, we finish strong today. All that matters really, though, is we got the win. That's, that's, uh, that's all that matters. Yeah, and that's what you can walk home with. You fight, you fight. You had to fight a little bit more, but they took care of business. The Cardinals did in overtime with a win against the Raiders. But what do we make of that one? What was really the huge takeaway, Peter? I'm out of breath from the highlight, and that's how <laughs> I felt watching this game. I'm sitting on a plane flying back from L.A., and I'm watching this one, and I'm up there going, oh, because I'm rooting for both teams. Like, it's a crazy game, and it felt like this was the Kyler Murray experience. Last week, you're watching, you're like, he doesn't belong on the same field as Mahomes. Is he disinterested? Did he not do, you know, the proper prep? All the stuff, and you're like, this guy, I just don't get it. Like, I don't know if it's ever going to click, and yeah. why are the Cardinals going to pay him that money when he can't find his way through, you know, the cheesy... Then week two happens and he's the best player in all of football. And he's quite quite literally unstoppable. And it's all like, you know, improv. You know, I spoke to Cliff Kingsbury after the game and I said, you guys ran like 59 plays in the second half alone. Like, like a lot of that stuff is just like, write it up in the dirt and like, let Kyler be Kyler. That's why he's so, so dynamic and why you invest in him. Because he can pull these games out. And he's done it time and time again. And you always want to focus on the body language and the off-season stuff. And then maybe, hey, when he's bad, he's real bad. And he doesn't seem like he seems to care. And then he does this kind of stuff on a two-point conversion going 85 yards. And you don't draw this play up in a lab. You don't do it. You just, it's Kyler being Kyler. He's that good. So the Cardinals, this is who they're married to. And Cardinals fans, buckle up. This is going to be it for the rest of time. And guess what? 
he might hoist a Lombardi playing that way. Like, that's how good this guy can be. And it is so, so exciting. He goes from the lows of the lows to the highs of the highs. There's never just like a standard win for the Cardinals. Yeah. Kyler is so electric, and that's kind of what you're in store for for the rest of the year. Yeah, he either makes you want to pull your hair out or pay him $230 million. It's <laughs> one or the other. And no matter where you put the magnifying glass, whether it be the fact that week one, he made you go like this, and week two, he made you be all in. Yeah. I think you can bring that down to two plays in this game. It literally doesn't matter how you look at it. He takes you on a roller coaster of emotion. Highs, lows, every direction. He's just like, come along the ride with me. I know. And the <laughs> lows are like, they're, they're infuriating. Yes. Oh my God, the highs are so good. <laughs> they're so good. Th that play was so crazy. That game was so crazy. I was confusing this morning which two-pointer exactly. and which runaround play. Let's just get to the main event, though. The 85-yard play, the 20-second play. I think this was this was the headline, and I, I think Kyler's best win as a pro. I do. Because they, they were miserable in the first half again. 28.8 seconds, and he could still be doing it. It just, it was like, um, it was a little Bo Jackson Tecmo Bowl. Yeah. It was a little 07 Michael Vick Madden, but it was real life. And Chandler Jones and Max Crosby are out there somewhere. The second, like all the safeties they had out there was just, I can't say this enough. It is electric. Mm -hmm. It is also very erratic. Mm -hmm. And like, if we're going to really ride this thing, we, we got to keep it up. You don't always have to be at a 10. Can you stay above a six? I don't because know if there's a seven or an eight for him. Honestly, I think you're right. I, I think, think it's, it's a like, free fall. It, it's like okay just, you know how sometimes buildings don't have a 13th floor because yes, it's bad luck? luck? It's like 10, 9, 3. And it's like, we got to keep it up there. And maybe we will, maybe we won't. But I just want to say thank you to Kyla and to Cliff, by the way, for giving us that ride. We'll talk about it all week, but that was a hell of a ride. And Kyla was amazing, and you three summed it all up. But how about the Cardinals' defense? There it is. They're the ones who won <laughs> the game guy. for them. Yes, Kyla got them into overtime. Amazing. This Cardinals defense was attacking the ball. They knew what was at stake. We can't let them get a field goal. Renfro catches the ball. Zayvon Collins knocks it out. They're not able to get to that one. But they know what they have to do. Guys, we have to get the ball back. We can't continue to let them drive down here, get in field goal range. And that was impressive to me because, like we said, mm. it wasn't a pretty day. They didn't do a great job. They limited Devontae Adams, though, to two catch. They are able to make the play scoop and score. The craziest thing about this play was as we're watching the replay we're like wait did he score mm -hmm. did he throw the what ball out the back of the yeah, end zone he, he, did he Jackson. do a Deshaun Jackson it looked like it uh -huh. but I think the rest was like you know what this game has been too crazy <laughs> we watched Kyler he deserves this we're not going through all of this Cardinals win it amazing yeah. game you know shout out the defense no they've right. got the Rams at home is that right Cliff and McVay that's oh, gonna be a good God. one um, when can we talk about the Raiders is it soon we'll get to the come Raiders. on now we got it 0-2 and Derek Carr Two catches for Devontae? Come on now. Absolutely. Here's another question. Which plays made our jaw drop in week two? We'll give you answers in a little bit. Mm. That jump by Jalen Murphy. Oh, my God. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.